0: Colorado. All right, here are the facts, and they are sobering. 351 new cases reported today in the province of Ontario. That is, once again, a new record, the largest one-day increase we've seen so far when it comes to COVID-19. You just heard the Premier Doug Ford here on Global News Radio AM640 talking about pushing the surge, stopping the spread so that our medical community won't be overwhelmed. He called this, uh, goes without saying, unprecedented times, which is calling for unprecedented measures. And by putting your life on hold, you are saving the lives of others. He also went on to say that every person needs to take a a hard look at their actions and what they're doing right now, saying that he and his uh, colleagues in government saw far too many of us this weekend, particularly yesterday when the sun was out, out and about when we need to be home and so welcome in our medical expert dr lucas for more on this he joins us now on global news radio 640 toronto lucas good afternoon how are you my friend
1: good afternoon jeff it's great to have you back on radio we're all very very happy to hear you
0: thank you i appreciate that uh, my brother just let me start uh, first by asking uh, how are you doing as one of those on the uh, front lines uh, how are you holding up my friend <laughs>
1: I'm okay. I'm okay. I mean, I had a long uh, last seven days where I was on call day and night. So uh, today I'm finally off and it's been a difficult time, I would say, over the last seven days in the hospital. We're all very much on edge and concerned and worried and we're running out of equipment, as everyone's hearing. So it's just, it's been a very stressful time and an emotional roller coaster uh, dealing with everything for the last seven days, to be honest with you.
0: Well, it goes without saying that we uh, thank you and uh, all of your uh, colleagues, uh, everyone on the uh, front lines uh, in Canada for uh, stepping up uh, the way they uh, have. Uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, Lucas, off the top, uh, just in the last hour or so, we've heard from the province of Ontario recommending that those over the age of 70 to self-isolate. Why is this so important?
1: Well, I think there's two reasons that come to mind, Jeff. The very first reason is that the elderly are at highest risk of mortality, of death. And this is a big concern. You've you've seen what's happened in Italy. You're seeing what's happening in New York City. We're running out of ventilators. And the elderly, over the age of 60, and here we're saying over the age of 70, are the most at risk. That's point one. The second point is there are so many people walking around asymptomatic and they are shedding the virus. This is why when you mentioned We're seeing so many people out and about and on the streets and still getting together. They do not realize that they might have the virus and they are passing this along. Kids don't know if they have the virus. And if they're hanging around grandma and grandpa, they could be giving them the virus without knowing. This is why this has become such a pressing issue and why everyone really needs to do their part to stay home. This is why we've been pushing this for, goodness, I don't know, weeks, weeks, weeks. Please stay home. People are still not listening And we're at a critical juncture where this could really, really, really explode uh, in Ontario and in Canada.
0: Yeah, this really, Lucas, right now, this moment right now is really our opportunity, our chance to flatten the curve, isn't it? And that's why this is so important. It's so imperative what we're talking about. People stay home. Uh, I had somebody on the air here called in earlier this hour when we were talking about this new edict from the province. Those over 70, please self-isolate that I'm not going to live in fear. And we we need to change that mindset for the good of everybody, don't we?
1: That's an excellent point, Jeff. I mean, at this point, we all need to think, how can I help the community? You can't be selfish. You can't be thinking, oh, I'll be fine, and don't think about everyone else together. We have to band together. It's all hands-on. deck. Even if you feel great, you don't realize your effect on someone else. So I am firmly urging every single person to come together this as a nation and my goodness as a world we need to come together and take this seriously otherwise there's going to be wave after wave after wave of this and no one's going to get better and there's predictions jeff i mean you may have heard it yesterday from dr fauci there might be 200,000 americans that die like i mean i don't even know what the numbers are projected in canada but this is huge and people please take this seriously we all urge you
0: Yeah, not only because you could be asymptomatic and unknowingly uh, spreading uh, COVID uh, to others, but uh, also I want you to talk just, if you could briefly, Lucas, about what the medical community is facing when it comes to being overwhelmed and the amount of uh, supplies and personal protective uh, equipment that uh, is available right now. Because we just had the Premier of Ontario, Doug Ford, talking about uh, stopping the spread and pushing the surge, not only for people's uh, health, but if we don't do that, this is going to really overtax the uh, medical community. And sadly, Sadly, there might be those that can't be treated because our medical system is just so overwhelmed.
1: Well, thank you uh, for bringing that up, Jeff, because I'll tell you, I told you, I just did seven days and seven nights of calls. I had to do high risk procedures with the same mask for three straight days. That's all we had. We are on the verge of running out of masks, running out of gowns. That's just to protect us. You hear stories all the time about the emergency workers, the ICU workers. People are coming down with fevers. They can't come to work. The whole system is stressed. We don't have the equipment. You see people wearing garbage bags, nurses wearing garbage bags around them to to use as a gown. This is very serious. So that's number one. Number two, the ventilator uh, situation is incredibly worrisome. We may get to a point where doctors are going to have to decide in the hospital, you get a ventilator and you don't get a ventilator. And in Italy, that's what they're doing. People over the age of 60 or 70 that were coming in with this virus were not even being offered a ventilator because there's not enough of them to go around. This is a serious risk for the personnel, for the equipment. And never mind, there's just not enough space in hospitals. ICU, uh, ICU space, OR space, we're running out of that. If we surge over capacity, this has the making of being really, really bad.
0: Yeah, and again, this is such a critical time. This is such a critical juncture, what we're in uh, right now. Here with our uh, medical expert, uh, Dr. Lucas. Uh, Doctor, uh, we uh, woke up here in this uh, province to some very sad news this morning, learning that there were nine, that's right, nine COVID-related deaths at a uh, Ontario nursing home up in uh, Bob Cajun. Uh, just would like uh, your take on what you think is or should be done when it comes to procedures and a screening uh, for Ontario uh, nursing homes and just nursing homes, I guess, in general.
1: So nursing homes are really um, on the front lines of this as well. And the things that we're recommending just up front, and I presume all nursing homes are doing this, and if not, I'm sure they will after the sobering news, is that all group activities, all communal dining, all of that needs to get canceled right away. Not only that, visitation, that also needs to get canceled. There needs to be active screening of all the residents. They need to be checking them for fevers, for respiratory symptoms. I mean, the other worry you're running into, and I think this happened in Bob Cajun as well, is the staff are also coming down with fevers. The staff are also um, symptomatic and have to be put on quarantine. So they're going to run low off that. So every nursing home needs to take practical and vigilant steps to prevent the same situation that's happening in Bob Cajun. And my goodness, Jeff, I, I, I really am worried that there's going to be a lot more outbreaks in nursing homes across Canada coming up as well
0: yeah you know i think we're all concerned about that lucas we're talking about the most vulnerable of our society uh, those not only over 70 but obviously in their 80s and in some cases into their uh, 90s in these uh, nursing homes and i do feel it's a great point you bring up about those that are working in nursing homes because much like working in a hospital I'm sure they're either short-staffed or they feel like they don't want to let their team members down, that uh, they're needed at this time. And while we admire their dedication to their uh, profession and to the people in that nursing home, if there's any question uh, whatsoever, uh, they should obviously stay at home.
1: Exactly, exactly. If you're feeling sick, if you're getting any – I mean, we go over the symptoms, the fevers, the shortness of breath, but there's other symptoms we're learning about, the loss of taste, the loss of smell – diarrhea, lack of appetite, all these are new symptoms that are coming to the forefront. People who are working really need to take that to heart, too, to not go in, not expose others. That's a very critical point that you bring up, Jeff. And I mean, the the one thing we have to say, because everyone's interested, how come we're not testing more people? The problem with the test is, even if you do it, it takes seven days to get the results. So oftentimes, what are you doing for those next seven days? Say you swab someone. We all have to act as if we have the virus in the interim. And this is another good point why we're urging those over 70 to just stay home. Don't expose yourself to other people who, again, unknowingly, but perhaps are waiting for a test for seven days and are still passing this along. So these are excellent points that you bring up, Jeff.
0: All right. uh, Just finally, uh, Lucas, before we let you go, I mentioned off the top 351 new COVID-19 cases in the province. It's a new record high, a new daily uh, high. Uh, It's an alarming number, obviously, but do we need to put that in some sort of perspective? And is part of that just a reflection that uh, tests are uh, getting done, that uh, more and more people are getting uh, tested right now?
1: Well, certainly that's part of it, yes. I mean... If you do, if you test more people, you're going to get more positive cases that we know for sure. Where this becomes more worrisome is what we talked about off the top. People are still not taking social distancing seriously enough. They're still getting together in large groups. And if they don't do this, if we don't take this seriously and by seriously, I mean, over 90 percent of people need to take this seriously. We're not going to flatten that curve. These cases are still going to go up. And everything that everyone else is doing around them to try to make it work, to try to reduce the numbers, is all going to be for nothing unless we as a society all band together and do it together. So I think it's just a critical point, again, for people. You're going to see numbers go up all the more reason to not lose faith in social distancing. You still want to do it. But keep in mind, we're ramping up the testing, so we're finding more cases.
0: Great message. Great words. Uh, Lucas, can't thank you enough after seven straight days uh, on the job for uh, jumping on here on a a rare day off uh, for you and uh, helping us out. Appreciate it. Stay safe. And thanks again for all your great work.
1: Thanks for having me on, Jeff.
0: You bet. There goes our medical expert, Dr. Lucas. We'll get a break. News update at the top of the hour to two o'clock. That's next here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.